Welcome to another Rod Talks. How are we doing today? Andrea, how are you doing? I'm feeling pretty good. How are you doing? Danny, how are you doing? Doing just fine. Thank you so much for asking. Perfect. We have two wonderful, wonderful people here. And um, we just get together and we have some really great conversations. And so I have a conversation I'd like to start with you guys. And, you know, I, they don't have any idea what I'm, what I'm just talking about. You know, earlier we had a podcast about the gravioid numbers and that. But what I really want to talk about is how people just disappear in this world. I know, it's crazy. So I was watching a documentary in that, and they were talking about how many thousands and thousands of people disappear every day that are walking in trails out in the mountains and everything else that thousands of people are missing why are we why are we just hearing this danny you know my mind goes to i i had seen something on uh i think it was mount shasta shasta uh and how uh there was it's a it's a big hot spot for for missing people and that there is a long history dating back to the indigenous uh, that from that area that really covered that. And I think there's a place out in Japan, too. I want to say there's a forest out there as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is that for? I can't remember that. Oh. Andre, do you know what that is? There's something, something in this forest, but I'm not really yeah, sure what that is. I can't either. It's, it's like Suicide Forest or something? Yeah, so Suicide like, Forest. Something That's, like that, yeah. Yeah, there's a more official name yeah, than yeah, that. Just, but Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess the kind the concept itself, you know, turns your eyes to the sky. Yeah. Well, you know, I I'm sitting here going. I was looking at a lot of this stuff, and I'm going, uh, why why isn't it very? Why are people advertising this that hey, we have all these missing people in that? You know, I even went on to the um, their websites. You know, the National Park Services websites, and then I finally found. One section that's about talks about cold cases and that, and mm. different cold cases and that of what of these, but why aren't these people? I, I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm confused about this. What happens to these people? They rarely, rarely, rarely ever find a body, one in these missing people. So where are they going? What is happening to them? You know, it's. Uh... You know, it also reminds me of, I've been uh, doing some research on, you know, Skinwalker Ranch and all of that and the different uh, energies that are basically creating different vortexes and whatnot. So it's like, I almost wonder, you know, uh, the composition of the land itself that's creating these energy uh, voids or vortexes, essentially. Um, it's, you know, whether it's a beacon to people from the other galaxies or if it's you know something that's opening up a dimensional loop for us to step into what do you think danny i mean andrea that was danny um, talking for some reason when she was talking i started thinking about like parallel universes like the different planes that we have and like i know that we have different planes that we're in like constantly like we have different realities and stuff and what she was saying about the vortexes, um, I feel like maybe since it's an energetic kind of thing, I feel like you can like step into another one of your realities and leave this one. 
You know what I mean? I feel like maybe it's, um, and I feel like it's all connected. You know what I mean? I feel like the galaxies, like the, um, like the aliens or whoever comes from different places. Um, I feel like they're all kind of connected in different ways, whether they're from the same place or not. I feel like they have the same kind of concept of, um, switching between timelines. Um, so I feel like, um, if you get lost in like an energetic vortex, um, I don't know if you exactly leave Earth, but I feel like you're probably in a different timeline where you just aren't physically here anymore. Like, because energy doesn't, like, disappear. Or it can disappear, but it doesn't, like, die. So I feel like if you're just straight up disappearing, you're probably stepping into another um, timeline of yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I, I believe it's dimensional. And I believe that's the same concept that Skinwalker Ranch has that, uh, because their land is very, I mean, they put a battery into it yep. and they were be able to find that, that found that, uh, what did they call that? Uh, cohesence uh, of energy. Uh, yeah. What they co- found. Yeah. What they found was actually that the ground itself was layered between different, you know, compositions, you know, just material and that it was, you know, itself was storing energy, oh, absolutely. which is just, you know, it's, it's very, it's a battery. The ground itself is a battery. So yep. it's naturally made up just to be a conductor for energy. Yeah. Well, That's absolutely. Crazy. I mean, they yeah. were, they actually plugged a flashlight in. Yeah. And we're able to use the uh, the flashlight from the energy of the earth. Okay, so naturally. So, yeah. let's step into it a little further because Skinwalker Ranch has always been a favorite of mine. Mm. I actually stopped there one time before it was owned by uh, Bigelow. Bigelow. Bob yeah. Bigelow. Yeah. So before it was really interesting is that it was a working ranch, but they had all kinds of things that happened there. They had you know, cattle mutilations, uh, people disappearing, and everything else. Then, but one of the things I always was interested in is they're talking of the envelope effect. Mm-hmm. And you know what the envelope effect is? Is where somebody's here and then they like step into an envelope and it's, they like slide into the envelope mm-hmm. and disappear. Well, they're finding all kinds of things on the Skin Rocker Walker Ranch. They even took a helicopter up. And the helicopter kept saying that there's something underneath their helicopter. They're mm-hmm. flying at 4,000 feet. And they're saying yeah. that there's something 50 feet below them, right below them. And they couldn't see what it was. So they had like a sensor or something yeah. to tell objects? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, the sensor altimeter. is... Altimeter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's used to, to tell you how close to the ground you are when you're Got landing, you know, like in fog or whatever else. And it's such an amazing aspect of that. But then you start looking at this as how many people that have disappeared in these areas. Mm-hmm. Are they dimensional walkers? Okay. Mm-hmm. So then let's add triangles. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got the Bermuda Triangle. We have triangles all over the place. In mm-hmm. America itself, did you know there's eight triangles that they that is known? Eight triangles. That's interesting. It is very interesting because they're talking about people missing in these triangles. Alaska has this one, which is one of the highest missing people triangles. Is people just go into the and never come back out. Well, there's like, well, animals ate them. Wouldn't you find their bones or something like that? Yeah, they would just completely disappear. Absolutely. Um, uh, let's say Massachusetts has a triangle up there. And in this triangle in that, they have seen pterodactyls flying. 
Wow. They've seen these huge birds. Uh, Mothman is up in that yeah. area. Sasquatch is in this area. All these different things and cryptologists are, are slipping in between the envelope effect of that. And they believe that's what's happened with Bigfoot is that Bigfoot is following this dimensional path that they're walking in between. So as human beings, can we generate enough energy to do this ourselves, create this kind of dimensional walking? Well, I, I'm not sure if it's um, exactly us. I feel like, some, like, like you said, dimensional walkers, I feel like some people might just be um, incidentally in alignment with whatever energy is there or the energy just happened to be weird that day and it could take whatever it wanted or like a certain thought or something like that, whatever mindset or something that you were in or something coincidentally happened that would shift your frequency and to fit what it would take. Um, I feel like it would definitely be easier for dimensional walkers to slip in and out of things, but I'm not really sh I feel like it probably depends on the circumstance and like, I feel like it has to do with, how things are going in the world right now. Right. You know, like different patterns of people missing and like whether or not there are a lot missing at one time or a few or like multiple people, you know what I mean? So I feel like it has to do with more of the energy around it than like just the people. Oh, you think so? Mm -hmm. So where's this energy coming from? Where's it coming from? Um, well, I mean, the stars, I feel like might have something to do with it. But um, I think like we're obviously shifting frequency right now, like as a collective of people. So I feel like um, whatever is happening in the world, um, like energetically could be having an influence because there are different ley lines and like different connections. So I feel like if something is out of whack or something isn't completely in alignment or shifts the energy, it might take it. You know what I mean? Like if something like if the energy across the world changes, it has to have a like a polar effect on the other side so i feel like if something is being given too much on that side energetically or something shifts that it'll start moving in different places oh absolutely you agree with that danny yeah i think that sounds right you know and, and going back to you know energy can never be created nor destroyed it's transformed so i've really been kind of just sitting on that thought with the idea of the envelope theory and walking through, you know what I mean? It's, you know, it's even a transition or transformation of ourselves as well, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just a really interesting concept to really sit back and debate on. Right. Exactly. That's, you know, it's, we hold so many secrets within ourselves already, you know, and that, and I think Andre and I have talked about this in past podcasts about how just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Okay, mm -hmm. what is actually in front of us? What are we actually seeing that we're not seeing, but our higher self is seeing this stuff? Okay, so all of a sudden I have a fear to go camping. All of a sudden I have a fear to be in lakes and everything else because I know there's something else there. Mm -hmm. Okay, why? What? What is this fear from? Where did it come from? You know, I truly believe I've had a couple of experiences myself, especially, you know, and ironically, when I do acupuncture, you know, for some reason, it seems to really align my chakras. And I'm, I've become very aware of parallel universes, parallel uh, dimensions, you know, so, so, so be it. But uh, it's it made me so again, it's made me very aware in my conscious as I move around and what 
whatnot. So I'm always thinking about the fact that there is several versions of me going through mm-hmm. different experiences and different dimensions and how we are all related and tied together. Mm-hmm. I mean, because if, if time is just a concept that we have created, mm-hmm. you know, in space as well, too, you know, what's going on in those other dimensions affect me as well. So for me, it brings me back to that thought process and the fact that um, my consciousness goes beyond this plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can tap into things that you don't even know, like your other selves can like mm-hmm. transmit information. Yep. Huh. What does, that, what does that leave America? What does that leave humans? Where does that leave everybody? Where does that leave them? If they, if everybody believed this, what would they? What would this world be like? Probably a lot more peaceful. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people would kind of lose direction because I feel like the whole concept of time and like knowing things and like knowing that you have a path here and what's in front of you is what gives people a sense of direction in like the human aspect. Like unless you're like aware of all this stuff like this and like are completely tapped into everything. I feel like just the concept, um, like if they just accepted and knew about the concept, I feel like it would freak them out, might make them lazy. You know what I mean? Because they might be like, oh, if I'm in a different timeline, I'm probably awesome. Like I'm probably super successful. And they might assume things having no clue what's going on. You know what I mean? So I feel like if people were aware of it, but weren't exactly um, spiritually awoken to it, I feel like they might have a difficult time um, comprehending it and might get lazy with this timeline and might not take it as seriously and might just be like, oh, things are infinite. You know, okay, I can just like mess around, you know, and they won't really take things as seriously and um, understand what life is really about and just let go, you know, which is good. But I mean, let go in the sense of think things don't matter. Wow. Wow, that's that's pretty profound, I'd have to say, you know. What about you? Do you think the same way? You know, I could agree to that, um, you know, but it's like my heart and soul just goes to that that haven where we all do accept and leave kind of that 3D uh, thought process and move into that 5D thought process and just accept and, and just, you know, I guess really um, – pay homage to the masculine and feminine energies, you know, and just, you know, sit in our feminine energy to, you know, manifest. Like, I mean, obviously that's my my wish and will for, for the world and, and society and, and, and whole, but I would definitely agree that there was a, a, a thought process, a, a process really, you know, that's going to to play out for, you know, it's a, it's a mass awakening. What we're, what we're, our concept that we're, we're speaking of is, is truly a deep mass awakening. And while I think that it started, it's we're uh, scratching. It's a scratch and sniff sticker at this point. It's the surface, you know. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Scratch and sniff. Yeah. Sniff. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So you're saying that people are going to be lazy. You're agreeing with that. It's just we're it's wait and see. You well, know, I feel. No, no, sorry. And it's not even so much of a laziness. It's 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 also a lost. You know what I mean? It's like where do you go when you when we lose the constructs that we have? You know that we've built. You know for that direction. You know it's like what replaces it? Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna look for a replacement. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like like what what I'm saying is that um that like that would be if people now accepted that. Like if people were awakened to everything and if they were like in alignment with the concept of um, everything that like energy and how things work and not just the like societal standpoint, 
I feel like it would be easier. Like she said, like awakening, I feel like people would have to be at a certain level of consciousness in order for things to be peaceful. Like, I feel like if people who understand things from a 3d perspective right now knew about that kind of stuff, then they'd be lost. And then they'd have no direction because they wouldn't know what to do. But I feel like once they get to a certain point of understanding how things work, like past the 3d, then things would be able to do what you were saying, like the peaceful kind of like alignment, everybody manifesting and be happy. Um, I feel like that would raise the vibration a little bit more. And um, I feel like it would make things a lot easier. But um, there's also like an aspect to that, that I feel like that would kind of like, I feel like complete peace would kind of defeat the purpose of earth. You know what I mean? I feel That's like, interesting. yeah, like yeah. I feel like we all should be awakened to a certain degree, like more than we are now. But I feel like complete like um, serenity would just completely take away any of the challenges and obstacles because we'd already be there. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like complete enlightenment would kind of defeat the purpose of learning from here because we, we would already be so aligned with ourselves that all the lessons that we needed to learn would already be learned. You know, so I feel like having the difficulties and having the learning lessons and like difference of um, awakenings and like consciousness is what creates the um, like the walls that we need to like go against and like the shifts and the things that we need to use to grow. So I feel like that would kind of like, I'm just saying that I feel like complete peace would completely take away the purpose of earth to grow and learn through challenges and stuff. I definitely think it should be a little bit more enlightened than it should be. And I think we're going in that direction, but I think like complete awakening and like enlightenment is like more for different places than here. Right. And just tap into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to read on, on that aspect. I want to read something that has been popped up on Facebook a lot lately. And uh, this is, it's called Beware of the Fake Light Workers." Oh, yes. And so my, my thought, okay, is first of all, is like, you know, if everybody stayed in their own lane, everybody did their own thing, and everybody worked on themselves, nobody would have to, you know, nothing else would have to be done, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just stay in your own lane, do what you need to do. And that, that's my concept, okay, and my thought, period. But this is the kind of thing that gets put out there for judgmental and making um, labels. And I'm not a label person. I do not like labels at all. But here, beware of the fake light workers. Light work isn't talking about love and flowers and doing yoga and going vegan. It's about going into the darkness of the world and most of us ourselves. So if you are on social media spouting the rhetoric of all time that only have safe conversations, only care about being liked and only surrounded by smiles, you have little to no light. Kind of harsh, isn't that? A bit judgy. Yeah. Right, a, a bit judgy. Bit. Yeah. Light comes when you do the work of transmuting that, that darkness within yourself first, understanding and coming to terms with it. So here's another aspect that people take is the light comes when you do the work of transmuting that darkness, okay? So there's people out there, and I've run into them. It's like, you need to heal yourself before you can heal anybody else. Mm -hmm. That's what this is about. This is what they're saying is that you have to do your work before you can help anybody else. Mm -hmm. 
the concept of energy work and everything else that has been the process of this give a healing get a healing that doesn't sound like to me that i have to work on myself before i can work on anybody else does it Mm -mm. okay so i'm just just bear with me we're on the same page here no amount of hippie music new hbs memes or burning man festivals is going to do that you got to have some balls go into the darkness and deal with yourself first so i've done many shamanic journeys i've done all these shamanic things and everything else and this is about going into the darkness this is about uh your shadow side this is about working within the dark what if you don't believe in the dark what if you don't believe in that this is the concept that i'm getting out there is like you only see what you believe in right mm-hmm. that's what we talked about here mm-hmm. this is the what what we're going into we only see what we believe in, right? Yeah. So just because it's not there doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. What are you thinking, Danny? You got the, that look in your I face. I am. I'm waiting for you to say one more thing for it all to pop into my head. <laughs> so. That slammed your face. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. So. Basically, this meme is telling us no amount of hippie music, no HBS means Burning Man Festival, blah, blah, blah. I have to agree with this. It doesn't, I mean, sure, people are out there saying actions are greater than words, right? To, I'll see it when I believe it, to blah, 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 blah. Well, what I see, because I'm open-minded to things, isn't just because what I, I want to see it. I see things because I'm open to it. To seeing everything, mm-hmm. the goodness, you know, of most of all, I don't tend to see the negative part of it mm-hmm. because what you look for, you will find. Mm-hmm. You want me to find something wrong with you, Andrea? You want me to find something wrong with you, Danny? You want me to find something? I will. I'll find something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can though, okay? Because my heart won't love me because that's not who I am. But this construct of this is saying I can find something wrong with you. I can find something wrong with you. That's not a light worker. It starts out, beware the fake light workers. This is that concept that I have a problem with in this world right now is people are saying, I believe in this. I, my consciousness is this. It's in writing. I saw it on TV. I saw it in the news. This is real. No, it's not. What does your heart say about this? My heart said this is BS. My heart says this isn't the way we're supposed to follow things. We follow our heart in all aspects. Love is the only thing. Love is the uh, light worker. Are you saying you disagree with the meme or you disagree with the concept of the fake light worker? Are you saying you agree with the meme or you disagree with the meme? Sorry, you guys could probably hear the dog shaking in the background there. Or- it's, he's he's fine. It's fine. It's, we Very have a, cute. We have a cute, we have a cute little visitor here. So so every once in a while you may hear the dog shaking in the background. He's watching us and as we're doing our podcast and that. So anyway, so anyway, if do I back to your question? Do I believe in it? Am I believing in this and that? No, I believe that we should never judge anybody. It's like you're. They're saying you're wrong. This is how you're a light worker. 
Well, you're not a light worker if you're telling somebody else that you're not a light worker. Mm-hmm. If you're telling and delegating somebody saying, Danny, because you don't do this by the book, you're not a light worker. Yeah. Oh, who cares? But what about the intention of the person? You know what I mean? Um, someone who would be hiding behind the label of light worker. And, and I could even say off of that myself is that, you know, for anyone who doesn't have the best intentions and moves forward and is influencing somebody, it's that person's lesson, you know, like it's a, it's a karmic reaction in that sense. Um, but that would be the only thing that I could think or say would be it's the, the the intentions behind the speaker exactly yeah like i think um because i've been seeing this a lot on tiktok because i watch a lot of tiktok videos about this kind of stuff and um i see different types of people and i see different opinions of people contradicting each other like certain people that i follow who i resonate with will contradict each other you know what i mean and i like she said i feel like it's intention and um i feel like um like i feel like the meme is addressing more of um, the trendy aspect of light working and all that kind of stuff. I feel like they're more saying the people who haven't done it or aren't actually in alignment with themselves and just act like they are, aren't light workers. I feel like that's kind of what it's saying, which I mean, I don't agree or disagree with that, but I feel like, like with what Danny said, I feel like the people who act like they are, um, I'm a light worker. Listen to me. I'm so, Juju, you know what I mean. I feel like people who are, yeah. Juju. I feel like the people the heck who are is like, juju? like, uh, like just <laughs> JoJo, like energy kind of stuff. Oh, gotcha. All I right. feel like people who pretend that they are and use it for like attention or yep. for like fame. Yeah. And yeah, like she said, intention. I feel like people who act like they're one thing just for attention and aren't doing it for the good of people. Are we saying those attention or intention? Words. Well, you have to have the intention of good, but people who are doing it for attention aren't good. Right. And that comes to the intent, the opposite intention. You have to do it because you want to help people and you have to do it because it's like actually something that you feel. It's not because you're doing it because, oh, this is going around. This is popular. I'm going to add on to that. So people think I'm a great person, you know? It's and a sense. Of, it comes from a sense of entitlement yeah, as well, too. It's, it's you more ego based. Oh, one hundred percent. And I feel like they see it popping up, and their ego tells them, "Oh, I'm, I'm awesome. I can do this. I believe in spiritual stuff." You know, and they're like, "I like flowy vibes, and I like this pretty music, and I like feeling like I'm zen because it's cool." You right. know what I mean? We're in a stage where people think that's cool, and it's an easy to trend, easy trend to hop on. And I feel like people who do it for that rather than seeing like the good in life and um, like trying to actually make a difference. Um, I feel like that's what separates a quote unquote fake light worker like they were talking about versus a real light worker. All right. I got to jump in. I know, Danny. I know okay. you got something. I, okay. Because this is right on. But first of all, first of all, foremost, this is the conversation Danny and I had on the way to home the other night when yeah. she dropped me off and that and that's we use these light workers as excuses mm-hmm. uh whatever it is 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 what it is 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 what people say that you know that's mm-hmm. an excuse we're using excuses and hiding behind light worker thought process and that well i'm a light worker so i must be able to do this or whatever else that well i'm a light worker too but I don't want to be called a light worker. Don't label me mm-hmm. because labels become yes. limitations. Mm-hmm. 
you start labeling things, it becomes that limitation. Now this is all you're going to be. My dad, all he was was a milkman. That's what he was. That was all he was. Yeah. Ron Lyman, the milkman. That's <laughs> that's how everybody knew him by. Oh, you're the milkman. Man. We don't. We aren't who we what we do. This is that concept. But I've also noticed in there, and I know this is going to go with what you're going to say, Danny, because I have mm-hmm. a feeling this. Is <laughs> being arrogant and so confident will make you blind. When you're so arrogant and confident about what you're doing, I'm a light worker. This is what I do. It will make you blind. Mm-hmm. Blind to seeing anything else. It's the same as putting a limitation to something. And you're limiting this. When you're so confident that this is the story that I'm reading that to you right now, this meme that's on here, I'm so confident this is right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're blind to everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's so many other ideas in that book. Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. I didn't need that. You know, it really hit me um, when Andrea was talking is that, you know, it's it's is the individual is the, the quote unquote light worker. Are they creating that or are they letting themselves be the vessel for creation? Exactly. And that's where you really got to listen and feel that out. You know, uh, information is information, but is it coming from the heart? And with everyone's intuition, I, I feel that we have a good a handle on feeling that, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's really getting tuned in yourself and, and feeling that interaction, uh, that transaction between the two people. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like it's a lot more, um, I feel like it's a lot more like some people think that they're spiritually, I'm doing this for great things. And like you were saying, like ego um, or ego but like you were saying Mm -hmm. um like heart to heart like with people you know what i mean you're making um a connection i feel like some people um will try to do this from a standpoint of ego and not even realize it it's exactly it they're creating the situation versus that they're being so helpful and they think that they're being in alignment with the universe but they're just doing what they think what i mean everybody does what they think is in alignment with the universe and what they think is the universe, but they make themselves God. You know what I mean? They act like they know what's best and they pretend that they're the vessel. I'm the one you should listen to. You know what I mean? And those people are the ones that aren't connected because they're listening to their ego, their 3D self. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that's what they're definitely not connected because they're fully an ego because they're just trying to make a name or they're just trying to like, promote themselves and they're using it as like a platform that covers up everything else you know it doesn't go through all the way it's a surface level identity it's forcing their own agenda you know it's it's a projection itself Mm -hmm. too you know it definitely i mean we can go on and define the ego all day long Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's not yes exactly but that's exactly what we're we're conceptualizing yeah Yeah. so eleanor and the puppy that were watching us uh do our podcast here and that she puts out the same time that you say it. She puts out, uh, she hands me this message that says, a false agenda based on ego. Yes. There yeah. it is. Is that what you just said? That's too? exactly what it's I a said. A false agenda yeah. based on ego. So what, is this, what does this have to do with missing people? And people going missing. And the Bermuda Triangle and all that. See, we started with that. Yeah. And we went off to this, but what does this have to do with it? Well, we're so, you know, caught up in our own agenda and our own self-fulfilling prophecies that we're not even seeing what's really happening around us. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. 
and the capabilities, the possibilities. I mean, we're talking vortexes, oh. you know, and energy and, and envelopes to different dimensions. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. yet we're so honed in on our own self discovery advancement that we're not, we're missing a huge piece to that puzzle potentially yeah oh, absolutely that's this whole thing in this world is that we're there's a lot of people missing things okay? yeah now i know you've heard me talk about the consciousness right the four consciousness thing. yes so can we add another consciousness you think to this Ooh. should we what? That sounds exciting. I don't know. To add, add another consciousness? Yeah. So, so for people that don't know, is that the four consciousness we're working with in this world right now, according to some guru, all right, I forget his name, that, but he came up with these four consciousness. The Mary Magdalene consciousness, which is about love, compassion, and, and caring, that, that's one consciousness. The Jesus consciousness, which is the teaching, we people teaching out there and sharing these ideas with people and everything else. The Pontius Pilate consciousness, which tears down all the goodness and that only sees horrible. And, and they're, you know what? Pontius Pilate consciousness are the ones that are on Facebook correcting my spelling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's okay. They can do that. Helps me, stays, keeps me on my toes. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Good grammar and, and, and punctuations is by these Pontius Pilots. So, you know, so Pontius Pilate consciousness is tearing things down. And then we have the hollows. Yes. And the hollows are the ones that hear something and repeat it. It's the concept of, hey, mom, why are you running that water in that in that sink there? You should be using your dishwasher because you're wasting four gallons of water every five minutes where a dishwasher doesn't even use four gallons of water in its whole cycle. that. It's like, oh, where'd you hear that? Oh, it's commercial. That's a commercial. And I've heard two people say that to people. It's like, don't rinse your dishes. Put them in the dishwasher. You know, don't clean them off. Put them in the dishwasher. Run the dishwasher twice if you need to. I sat there and I was like, think to myself, okay. Are people so involved in what they're being told by a hollow? A hollow. That they have no longer have no their own thought process towards anything, right? Their thought process no longer exists because TV is telling them what to do. You know, the same person, I found the same person because we were talking about toothpaste with this person. And the same person gave me the graft on what good toothpaste is the best according to Tan Dennis's. They're the ones that are telling me, well, smarter people than me are researching this. Smarter people than me are doing this. When we become so arrogant and confident in things, we become blind, and that's a hollow. That's somebody that's not seeing what they need to see. And I, I, it's not for me. It's not for me to say, Andrea, look, look, look over there. See that? That's a monster. You know, our Danny is like, there's something behind you, Danny. It's been here the whole time and everything else. That. Unless you're asking me to tell you, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what I see. Because I don't want to be so arrogant and so confident in what I see. It makes me blind to other things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
you guys got this duo look. It's it's a way of being. It's a form of just you know it's it's humble you know and uh, not only that but it's not taking that individual's um, opportunity to learn the lesson themselves. You know, it's it's stepping away from arrogance in a way as well too. And uh, I had something else, but it slipped my mind. Yeah, right. it may come back. Yeah, it might come back. Yeah, yep, I'm I'm really excited about this stuff. I mean, because the more we dig into this stuff about understanding who we are, and that makes me understand who other people are. Okay, but now. I asked you, if, should we add one more? Yes. Consciousness to that? So which conscious do you think we should add? What should it be named? Because we have the, the compassion consciousness. We have the teaching consciousness. We have the people that just break things down. Consciousness sees negativity. And then we have the consciousness of people just repeating it. What should be the fifth consciousness? I would put my vote in for a dimensional consciousness. Yeah, because we aren't existing just on this plane and other planes as well, too, and interacting. And, you know, there are people growing every day with these capabilities, abilities to, yeah, reach out. Well, now, doesn't that go hand in hand of all these people that are disappearing and missing? Absolutely. Because now that becomes the consciousness of dimensions. Okay. It's interesting. We had a uh, spiritual intuition class in here the other day where we got to practice our our intuition we had so much fun with it i mean that was a blast that uh, who was here Did you guys go here yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's right because you gave me a ride here anyway somebody said i couldn't feel this woman where was she at until i said to her you're a dimensional walker and then all of a sudden the person that was trying to read her i think it was you andre actually was trying to read somebody and said, oh, is that why I couldn't read? Or was it you? That Dan? was me. That was you, yep, That yeah, was sorry. my reading. I wasn't quite picking up on it because she was so far gone. People slip into dimensions. Now, that does not make them a hollow. Mm-hmm. That they're just hearing and repeating. They're not really hearing that. It makes them a dimensional walker. And I see that happening so much is dimensional walking. Like, why are people seeing... Uh, Tactadorians, what are the dinosaurs coming out and where's Bigfoot, the envelope effect and everything else. That's all dimensional. I think that's pretty damn cool. Don't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so. So shall we leave it at that? And shall we move uh, to have another podcast another time about something else? Um, We always pick out some great stuff to talk about. and I think we should. I think this would be a lot of fun topics that we have if you guys have a topic that you'd like us to talk about send it in let us know you know you go to reikirod.com you can see everything on there what you need we have classes going constantly here at uh, the reiki academy and that's where we are live right now at the reiki academy sitting in a corner having a little puppy and a lady watch us as we are doing a podcast (laughs) So, yes, we're um, right off of Cave Creek, so in Phoenix, Arizona, and we'll have a lot of fun. What, what are you looking at? Uh, it was 433. Oh, 433. Yeah, yeah. It's times. We've been talking about numbers. And I think that could be another segue into another podcast as we talk about numbers and that. So, um, Danny, 
thank you for being here. You want to introduce yourself, by the way. It's at the end of the podcast. We always introduce. We don't introduce at the beginning. Who are you? Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, first of all, this has been uh, a treat, honestly, a meeting of the minds, truly. So um, I am a coach, a healer. Uh, I am just stepping out on my own. Uh, it's been a life calling. And uh, as always with any awakening, um, trials and tribulations to get to this place. So it's all about embracing, loving, and moving forward. Um, I've been doing this for several lifetimes, and uh, I will be bringing all of it together in this lifetime to, to help, you know, the, the mass awake, you know, we are going through this, you know, as Andrea was saying, this frequency change right now, that masculine to feminine energy. So, um, this is where my heart is, where my heart lies and, and what makes me happy in my day. So thank you again for having me. It's well, been thank you, Danny. Yeah, a blessing. Absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, you do bowls, right? And, I uh, do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, I heard a little birdies talk about earlier that maybe you and somebody else might be doing some bowls and musical instruments here at uh, Reiki Academy. I heard that little birdie too. Really? And yes, I am so excited. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you call a concert that has to do with bowls and, and flutes? What kind of oh. concert is that? Jeez, um, what would you call that? Not acapella, but uh, acoustic. Acoustic, <laughs> acoustic. I yes, love it. I love yes. It. Thank you, thank you. And of course, Andrea, my uh, she's a wonderful person that works with me all the time. She she does some great, amazing stuff. I'm really impressed by her work and that. Uh, Andrea, introduce yourself, please, to everybody. Uh, hey, I'm Andrea. This is a lot of fun. Um, I don't normally get to talk to people about kind of concepts like this. So it's been a lot of enlightening information. And I like the whole back and forth um, mind connection kind of thing. So, um, yeah, this has been a lot of fun. And it's definitely super interesting. Very good topics. I'm really digging it. Right, right. And uh, I think the dog puppy's name is Karma, right? Uh, Karma says hi, everybody. She's wagging her tail (laughs) and looking at us and She's she's trying to get to Andrea. Andrea, I don't know why, but uh, come down and visit us. Go to ReikiRod.com. You can also call me at uh, 480-788-9580. That's 480-788-9580. You can contact us and ask uh, questions if you'd like. Uh, if you'd like to be part of our podcast and that, uh, let us know. We have capabilities of calling you even if you'd like to. That. Uh, um, let's let's get this going and let's get rocking and rolling. Okay, this is Rod Lyman with Reiki Rod from the Reiki Academy. Love you all. Have a great night. Bye-bye.